I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. 1985 is gone. It's over. Hey, Brendan. Hey, what's up? Oh, you know, just uh, chugging along with all this Bravo content, which we're learning real quick is going to be drying up. I know they're and they're going to start rationing it. I know we're ra- we're rationing. We learned today, Potomac. I know. Uh, originally it was supposed to premiere May 5th, now pushed to an indefinite summer date. Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of smart because we have still a little bit to go in Vanderpump. We've, we're right at the beginning of Roni and we're right at the beginning of Beverly Hills. Yeah. So it's smart to push something when we're not going to have near the end of the summer or wherever, like our usual, like, Jersey picking up, OC OC picking up, like those kind of things. So it's smart. I wonder, Salt Lake City, did we rap? I think we did. That might be like the best thing that ever happened to Salt Lake City. But but you have to think about, they might have rapped regular season, but like confessionals are ongoing during the season um, and all that kind of stuff. So... They are? Yeah. 1,000%. Well, because, like, remember, what was it? Like, that Beverly, remember that, like, psychotic Beverly Hills, like, schedule of filming and talking heads yeah, and from that's, the puppy gate thing? That's exactly where we, like, learned that they were recording them while the season was huh. airing. Okay. And I've but, seen instances of like New York doing it and others. Sure. Okay. Well, I, you know what? Actually, I'm like, I'm sure of the fact that Summer House was doing it because both Hannah and Luke look so different 
in present mm-hmm. day compared to how they look last summer. Totally. Uh, okay, so that's Potomac. We learned beside that this week that Summerhouse filmed their reunion on Wednesday. And Via Zoom or whatever they're, they've been using for Watch Weapons Live. And Atlanta filmed it Thursday, the day after. I mean, thank God we're getting a Summerhouse reunion. I know, because this, like... It wasn't even a matter of like, are they going to do a Zoom reunion or not? It's like, are we going to get one? Because last year we did not get one. I know. Do you think it's going to be an hour? Do you think it's going to be 30 minutes? Do you know this information or not? I don't know. Okay. Um, but I'm happy to get whatever they're going to give us. No, I can't do 30 minutes with this many people. Are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no way it's only going to be 30 It's minutes. simple math. Yeah, there's too many people, too many storylines. Yeah. This has been like a whirlwind season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like last last year in particular, I feel like we ended the season and it was ripe for a reunion. There were so many unanswered questions. And it was like the best season so far. There were new characters in the mix. We yeah. finally got rid of like that sad Steven and like I know. we were in a good spot. I know, I know. Uh, so I'm, re- I'm like, I feel like that bodes well. The fact that we are giving it a reunion, mm-hmm. not for the fact that we're, n- we're going to necessarily film anything this summer, but just like that it matters. Yeah. Cause even if we can go along like some semblance of everyday life, it's not going to be like summer house, normal life necessarily. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I kind of like was reading on the internet's, the conversation of how like these shows are not equipped to like sneak back into production as easily as a television show or a movie. Cause like the whole concept here is like, we're going out to eat. We're going on trips. Mm-hmm. We're like bopping around. Mm-hmm. We're going to parties. Mm-hmm. Like a television show can, can happen in like a very closed set. Right. You know? So I wonder, like, how, how and when do we get back to this? I mean, if they just decide to go put them in a house and not let them leave. Well, that, that would, like, succeed for Summer House. Um, and maybe even New York, if we're just, like, hanging out in the Berkshires. Oh, my for, God. Could you imagine? For the fall. Um, I do think we could come up with something for New Jersey. Because we already know that Teresa and ZMLS, like their families are like coming and going, right? Haven't what do you mean coming fun- and going? Like, oh, like with hanging out other. with each other? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they like had a major like family thing happen right yeah. in the middle of it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think they're probably like quarantining together as much as you can when you live apart, I guess. Sure. Um, yeah, so at the Atlanta reunion, we saw like sc- we actually saw screenshots of this of them filming it. Not that we're gonna get like a Brady Br- bunch thing necessarily, but on the screenshot, we're just the six peach holders. Mm-hmm. But we demand Tanya and Marlo. Would uh, Tanya be the Carol and Marlo be the Mike? Yeah, I guess so. Because everyone else were in the kids' positions. Right. And Andy was Alice. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Atlanta, should we jump into it? Yeah. Can I just say one thing about production of, like, 
the reunions and watch weapons live and all of that it's like how hard is it to get a mic sent to anyone <laughs> is this like a subtle drag of like <laughs> no no it's not even it's not a subtle drag of anything except for what i'm talking about really okay. it's like if you're going to be producing a television show every single night, not even Andy has a mic that he uses. It doesn't seem like it feels like he's using his AirPods half the time. No, I think he's using his AirPods as like how we have headphones in our ears right now. Right. But his audio always sounds fucked up. And so do his guests. Um, I think also, I don't know. I don't know why it's kind of fucked up. Cause like not again, not tuning our horn, but like, we sound pretty good, right? Yeah, and there are a lot of podcasts I've been listening to regularly that sound perfectly normal because they have mics. Yeah. It's and it's like hopefully they sent out mics for the reunions cuz like if you're pre-producing a television show that's not necessarily like random guests every night, sure. you should be able to like have some forethought, right? I I think also the other problem is like you are relying on these people to set it up. Right, but you just gotta you gotta put some work into it. I mean, look at Bon Appetit from home. I know they're doing it. They're doing it. They're doing the work. Um, let's do the work and <laughs> wrap up Atlanta this year. Okay, I'm. It's. I love Atlanta, but this has been a boring season. Of like, usually Atlanta's at a different caliber, and also the way this season has dragged on between skipped Sundays every other Sunday and like all the other stuff that's gone on. It's like, finally we're at the end of the tunnel. Well, I also wonder, did, did did that have something to do with coronavirus? Like, were they trying to drag it out a little bit to like, maybe we can get a reunion. Right. This was like your theory last week, I think, but like, I just, I mean, it also was because, just a lot of events happen in the winter time oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Sunday nights. Yeah, like you've got true. your Super Bowls, you've got your award shows and yeah, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just what happens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, Cynthia is happy that filming is wrapping <laughs> so she could go to LA. It's just like this conversation so transparent in terms of like, oh, I'm going to LA now. Why, why are you going, Cynthia? <laughs> it's like, I get wanting to be in LA but if I were to pick between living in Cynthia's home at Lake Bailey and that like what looks like off the strip housing in Las Vegas that Mike lives in Mm -hmm. I would want to stay at Lake Bailey hello but Mike is still doing sports stuff in LA back when sports still existed right well the good thing is that now we can do remote stuff more so he can move to Atlanta mm. and but they can live at Lake Bailey and sports keep her are not job. Hap- sports are not happening right now. Except well, there actually, is a, actually a the NFL draft. the NFL draft is happening right now. Yeah. And Gronk got drafted to the Buccaneers, so he's gonna be with that guy who deflates the balls. Oh, they're like being reunited. That's so cute. I know. And the night before the news came out, Gronk was on Watch Robins Live. Yeah. And they Andy asked him about the possibility. That sure. he would come out of retirement or whatever. And Wait, he's then retired? He's like doing WWE. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I like, only watched it because I was like, oh, he's hot. Um, he's doing WWE. He won a big, not a trophy, a belt. Okay. 
And now he's coming out of retirement to rejoin Tom Brady on the Buccaneers. Oh my God. You know how Tom Brady got moved? Yeah. He did stop playing in 2018. That's wild. Yeah. He's only 30. I know some people retire. I most, most football players retire young. It's like weird. I think that Tom Brady is so old. Oh no. I don't think it's weird that he's so old. Cause I think quarterbacks quarterbacks have like a long career. Yeah. I'm sure we it, sound so smart talking about Cause this. it's not like, <laughs> no. Cause I think the other positions like are more prone for like brain injuries and stuff. Right. Because they're all hitting each other all the time. Also, yeah. football's the dumbest sport. As somebody who played it for four years, like you're literally ramming your head into people. Yeah. If you put your kids into football, I'm judging you. Yeah. Just play like an eSport. Join the Overwatch League. Shut the fuck up. Also, <laughs> don't go the other route that Dan went on because like you'll just be inside all the time. Uh, great. That's like avoiding <laughs> like skin cancer, the UV rays. Oh my God. Um, okay, <laughs> let's let's get back to Atlanta. Uh, we, 10, 10, 20 for the chill wedding. What are the odds that's happening? <laughs> um, it could. Yeah. Who well, knows? I, I mean, we know Georgia's like reopening this week, apparently. God, God help us all, truly. Is that still happening even after Trump was like, mm, maybe you guys shouldn't do that? But Trump was like, oh, I don't agree with it, but like you can do what you want. He's just... Yeah. A bumbling piece of shit. Well, remember when we were going to be back to normal, like the day after Easter, like kind of like yeah, just cured by Easter? He has wow. risen. Um, okay. I did love the return of Mama Joyce. If anything, like Mama Joyce was severely missed the season by May. Yeah. And she's kind of up to her old tricks. I love like, I love like her storytelling methods with that lunchbox. Oh my God. There once was a little girl who was in the first grade and just like going on and on, like, and we're waiting for the punchline. And it's just like, she was robbed. (laughs) (sighs) I love it. Um, But then the mama Joyce comes back to bite when, when Todd doesn't say hi to mama Joyce at OLG. My thing with this is like, Todd, because of, like, what Todd and Candy have done with creating OLG and, like, making Mama Joyce one of the one of the faces of it and giving her a paycheck through it, it's like, why are we still fighting with him? Just, like, in these petty, petty ways. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, though, like, he should be saying hi to her when she- He's a busy guy. He was He's a business at the bar. owner. He was sitting at the bar. <laughs> yeah, counting things probably. No, he wasn't. Okay. Uh, we got Wendy on the phone again. Mm-hmm. Counseling Nini after Kenya's TMZ interview. Where, where like she calls Nini a bully. Yeah. And then this is where Nini starts to drop some little tidbits. What tidbit? Isn't this where Nini starts to drop the tidbit about... Um, Brooklyn maybe not actually being Kenya's child, or is that later oh, in the episode? I was like, not. I I totally missed that. Yeah, she basically implies that Kenya's eggs weren't used for oh. to make Brooklyn. That's real. That's like worse than Kenya calling her a bully. Well, yeah, duh. But like this whole like, listen, Kenya's a mess. But like, we're acting like she murdered someone. I know. When we're talking about it. 
But I did love Wendy's phrase of like, you guys are like the, the dog and the moon. When the, when the dog's howl, howling at the moon, it's not a story. But when the moon's howl, howling at the dog, now that's a story. And Nini, you're the moon. I, so I just like stupid. love that. But then, Wendy, oh my God. Have you been watching Wendy from home? Uh, I was for the first week or two, but then I just stopped. Is that still a YouTube series or are we on like the, the broadcast? It's, it's broadcast. And oh, it what, is. what they're doing is basically like the first 25 minutes is Wendy at home. Okay. And sometimes she'll interview someone during that segment. Like she interviewed Lou earlier this week. Oh, wow. Okay. And then they'll play... Then after that, they'll like play older parts of episodes. So like they'll replay like a episode, like a interview with Teddy Mellencamp or like someone something like that. Is that what Jimmy Fallon is doing too? Because I always like see the ads for Jimmy Fallon, and I can't tell because like they always like say and Mindy Kaling's here or something. But like, is Mindy like doing a voice chat or are they just using? No. So Jimmy Fallon, I think, is doing the entire thing from home, and like. He now has like a segment with his wife that he does where they go on walks and they like talk. It's apparently I'm re- I'm reading a lot of like I've read a lot of pieces about how this is revitalizing like Jimmy Fallon in the eyes of people because oh, Really? Yeah, because of like after he fell from grace after the 2016 election, now he's like getting some of some some of that back because he's like now like wholesome and we're seeing him with his kids and his family and it he, looks like, so like sloppy jalopy. I know, but like people are loving it. Yeah, everything's sloppy jalopy these Should days. Should we get sloppier? <laughs> no, I think we're sloppy enough. I have to look at myself in the Zoom all the time. Oh, I read like I read a little article on how like people don't like the Zoom because it like it makes communication with other people more stressful because normally you're not looking at yourself and people are like very self conscious. Yeah, there was an article that was going around my office about that. Yeah. I love looking at myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I won't say anything. No. Uh, okay. If anyone lives for the applause, <laughs> um, I love in the in like the flashbacks of Kenya bullying everybody. We we got to we got to see and even hear Nini League saying, "And Kenya bullied Kim Fields." <laughs> <laughs> if you look back on that season. Kenya really did bully Kim Fields. She sure did. Like her, like pulling her chair out. It was like poor Kim Fields. Kim Fields on that one trip Kim was sleeping it. was sleeping on the couch because she's that laid back. <laughs> I loved it. Um, okay, but Bef- the one other thing before we get to the baby shower, there's like a scene of Candy and Kayla. Mm-hmm. And like Kayla again is like not giving us an ounce of energy in this conversation. At first, I was like, "Who is this girl?" <laughs> okay, let's go to the baby shower. This looked so wild. Like it didn't look like a fun party, and it didn't look like a fun baby shower. I feel like the Atlanta parties all have like a similar feeling to them, it where it's like. like- people milling about on an empty street. (laughs) That's kind of like what all the Atlanta parties are. Yeah. Either like an empty street, an empty room. Yeah. And then like, I I learned after the fact, Miss Juicy was there. Like, why were cameras not up on Miss Juicy? Tiny was there. Why were cameras not on Tiny? 
We had some Miss Juicy earlier this season. I know. So, like, if Miss Juicy keeps popping up, like, maybe there's a case to be made to, like, upgrade from Little Women Atlanta to The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I wonder what the rating ratings comparison is. Is that two on TLC as well? I think so. And then Tiny has that show where it's, like, T.I. and Tiny oh, and, that's all their fr- and all their friends. Yeah. It's no longer just the family. It's now like they're ex- like it's all their friends. I think Monica is on that show now. Yeah, I don't even like think it's just, just like fr- I think it's just like people in the business. Yeah, yeah. Um, Candy and Todd fighting was <sighs> really bad. Yeah, yeesh. Um, and him apologizing apologizing on stage to me. If I was in the fight, I would like would not have received it as positively as Candy. Yeah, but I mean, like it's show business, baby. You know. Yeah, and then we just kind of have like that terrible Nini Kenya showdown. I just like with the two of them. What are we trying to accomplish? It's just not fun to watch. It's not fun to watch. There's no like because there's no love between them at all. It's just nasty. Yeah, like they've. They've now been together for like years and years and years. Like you gotta act like the other franchises and be like, okay, like we've been through this together. Yeah, and I love you. I love you deep down inside. I love you, but they don't have that. Yeah, can't wait for the reunion. I think I read we're getting a fucking secrets revealed this Sunday. Jesus, Christ. can you believe it? I guess that makes more sense with the timeline. Because I was like, oh, they filmed the reunion like this week. That makes it's probably easier to edit because it's like a Zoom call. But I guess now they have a little more time. Yeah. Okay. So let's kick it over to uh, Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> uh, what are we feeling? What are we doing? So I want to first address, I feel like there's a conversation online that I'm on the opposite side of. Oh, People are saying that Dana shouldn't be the new girl that they're propelling forward as like almost like the protagonist. It felt like this episode to me that she was like becoming more and more the protagonist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And last week's episode too. And people are saying that like, I think a lot of people are saying that Danica is more interesting, which might be true. I think they're, but they both are. Yeah. Um, I think it actually kind of is almost like if they were closer friends, if if Dana, Danica, and Charlie were closer friends, it would be like a closer dynamic to Stassi, Kristen, and Katie from like the olden times. But but like we got to start somewhere, you know? Right. I like. I mean, we've even been we've been hard on the new people a little bit, but not as much as I think the general public. Yeah, but I feel like it's mostly because of the men are terrible. Yeah, but I feel like this episode gave us a little more yeah. of them that I liked. To me, the only thing with Dana was like the Lisa Vanderpump fat pussy thing was like not, was like really cringy. It sounded like she was trying to be edgy. Like she was trying to say something like Lala would say. Yeah. And it just didn't work out. Yeah. But we start with Dana and Brett at, Bartending school. It was a cute little scene. It's like interesting that they've ended up together somehow. Are they together IRL now? I hope not. 
same. And also, I feel like she is has like enough of a brain after like the racist stuff came out to be like, oh, I should like not be involved with you. Mm-hmm. And you it's know? probably like good for her that like there's not as many Watch What Happens Live appearances. There's not as many like there, like the reunion is going to happen in a weird way. How are yeah. they going to do the Vanderpump Rules Ooh. reunion? I mean, that's going to be like... <laughs> It'll be like literally like my all-staff calls where there's like 40 people on the screen for Ooh, how Zooms. Do, how do you even like accomplish anything? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. We still are like joking around how Schwartz lost the certificate again. That's just like... I think, to be honest... Schwartz and Katie are like the t- the top of my chopping block. I think so too. Maybe I hate to say it. I hate to say it because like years ago he was on the top of my like not. What's the opposite of a chopping block? He was like your golden boy. He was our golden boy. My golden boy. Not rather. ours. Not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw through it. And I mean, like Katie Maloney used to be. Actually, she's always been kind of like wishy washy, but. She's really, like, she's really not giving us anything. I feel like she could have, she could have bounced back from the season where Ken, what's that? Kevin, whatever was being so mean to her, oh, and yeah. we learned her backstory, and like she could have like pivoted into like some sort of amazing character that everyone was rooting for, but she decided not to. She just wants to lay in bed. Same. <laughs> I know, but like that a TV show does not make. I know. Sometimes in the middle of the day, if I need a rest from like <laughs> the <laughs> the grind of the couch. The constant know? grind of it actually is like a grind. Um I go lay in bed and just like look at TikToks for like ten minutes. As a as a treat. To to an hour because you know TikTok, it's just like you're down a hole. No, I, I don't know. Yeah, you really need to know. I really, so I'm going to put this out there, but we need Dan to start a TikTok cooking account because there's been some successful elders who have been able to break break through with the younger people because they're teaching them a skill. Like, I never know with you, like, whether you're, like, setting me up to fail or you actually no, like, I'm think not. it's a and good I'm, idea. I'm serious. And this is, like, actually something, this is what I've heard um, is actually a successful way to break into TikTok is to be somebody who like is older and can guide people in a skill. Oh, I, I, like, lo- I love that we keep coming back around to older. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about like Tabitha Brown, for example. She's a woman of a certain age. She cooks <laughs> vegan food and she's super popular on TikTok and she has oh, the most soothing voice. Can you lay down the ground rules for me for a minute? Like what, what's my, my time limit? A minute literally one minute that's the longest you know you know me i know dude but it's called editing (laughs) it's like you do a quick cut of like an ingredient or like a chop or like something like that it's an art i like it'll take me a minute to pour the salt well you you show a split second of you pouring the salt yeah oh god okay that's gonna be a challenge (laughs) let's circle back to this okay uh we are considering having the baby ahead of the proposal with Stassi, but we all know that's not the case. Cause like 
the the engagements on the call sheet for next week. Right. Well, I mean, but like the baby might come before the wedding at this point. Yeah. Uh, Stasi's the Beyonce of the witches. I mean, she had a point. I'm sorry. Like watching Kristen putts around with all like the materials and having to like set it up in her home and then like carry it to the bar while like these two meanies are just like being mean to her. Okay, but Kristen was exhibiting Michelle behavior when she was doing all that by herself. Oh my God, come on. I mean, like, if you think about it, think about it. Stassi had a New York Times bestselling book, a successful podcast tour, something we have yet to achieve. I mean, like, I don't, she had like a set that would go around with her that she wasn't like carrying herself. I mean, she is the Beyonce, and I hate to say it. It's not, I'm not saying, I'm not co-signing that she's a good person but in all reality if that's the comparison it's correct she's just so bad this episode i know but i mean sometimes you have to be bad to get ahead okay sometimes Uh you have to sometimes if you're beyonce and your contract with witches of weho wine is ending you have to make the decision to cut and run i hate it okay lisa vanderpump ordering a single goat cheese bowl I know, but really meaning three. It's funny that we are like we are allowing the goat cheese ball to be on camera because it's so visually unappealing. It's like the ball <clears throat> on a bed of like shredded carrots from like the shredded carrot bag. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, I know. I get what you mean, but I by now it's like the narrative and like the history of the goat cheese ball and if Stassi's not there to have them in the restaurant, Lisa Vanderpump needs to keep on ordering them. So they're top of mind for the next group of drunk girls who goes into Sir. Sure. Um, LVP, LVP, like, instead of being mean to Sheena, should be, like, applauding her for putting in the hardest work this season in terms of, like, building relationships with these children. You know what I mean? No, but, like, Sheena's not really good at it. She kind of is, though, with with the scene coming up. So before we get to Dana's apartment, we learn that Sheena, like, received the stigmata from, like, a rollerblader on the boardwalk or something. (laughs) (laughs) She has, like, these gaping wounds on her hands and, and knees. So this upcoming scene actually, like, almost redeemed the rest of this kind of bad season they want to bring us to dana's apartment because it reminds us of where oh where where we've where we've come from where we've come from where a vanderpump rules kid should be it's almost as if like she is living in sandoval and Kristen and ariana's apartment yeah yeah but it wasn't it's not that bad (laughs) (laughs) no i mean like we like we change out the sofa but like the the bones of the apartment are still there you know sure 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 so Sheena tells Dana. First, Sheena asked Dana how her birthday was. And Dana says, well, it's always really hard because she shared a birthday with her dead mother. And so she decided just to, like, stay in and, like, make mac and cheese and, like, feel bad for the night. Which is, like, totally a normal thing, a total grieving thing. Sure. And then Sheena's like, well, I have a surprise for you. And she tells Dana that she's in contact with a medium and has set up a time for Dana to meet with the medium 
to reach her mother. Did she say she set up a time? So I think, so it's not completely clear at the beginning that the medium is there on premises. It's like, we can call her right now if you want and like bring her over. Yeah. That kind of thing. But lo and behold, she's waiting outside. I mean, yeah. First of all, Dana's like rightfully like, what, what? Like, what the, (laughs) like, like, this is the crazy, it's the one rare moment in a reality show where somebody is like reacting for real. Like, this is actually insane. What's going on? Why are yeah. you doing this right now? That actually like didn't make me mad. Usually when they do that, I'm like, oh, just play along. It's This is like what happens on reality shows. But this one was so insane that I was like, I'm glad you're reacting like this. But it also like couldn't happen with anyone other than Sheena because like Sheena own, like will lie to tell people what they want to hear Mm-hmm. all the time it's funny because like it's not a characteristic i would have thought about sheena but like this scene occurring felt like it's happened 50 times before in the show yeah but like and someone's then, actually not responding well to it yeah exactly and then sheena decides to hobble off because like mind you sheena had just had her um eggs extracted so she's like in pain when she's coming well, over between here. between the eggs and like the accident. Oh yeah, the, I forgot about the accident. Maybe it's like before the. I eggs. think it's the accident. It's the accident. Sorry, I forgot about that part. So Sheena literally hobbles off, and then we can hear her outside in the parking lot talking to the medium. I mean, Dana <laughs> going to the window. <laughs> it was so good, and then running down and like calling Sheena her. back up. It just was like a perfect, perfect scene, a different scene than we've ever really seen on this show. And it I fe- really it felt exhilarating. It. Yeah. It felt exhilarating. I mean, the thing is, is like, yeah, like it was partially produced, but what we were enjoying about it was the realest thing we've seen all season. I know. Actually, speaking of the word exhilarating, I feel like there were like several exhilarating moments across Bravo this week. Sure. It's like somebody knew that we were all going to be holed up inside our house and we needed this. Or maybe like our senses are just so, like we're just so desensitized that we're like us seeing humans interact is like sending us to the moon. <laughs> maybe That might be it because it's like, I get so excited to watch a drag race on a Friday these days. It might, yeah. be, you're, you might be getting to it, but what I saw in New York, especially tonight, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. No, New York special. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bo's visiting LVP to like plan out their engagement party. Yeah, which we know that she had on LVP Mountain because we yeah. had seen all the like footage from it. Which we knew when that footage came out, there was a duty shaped hole at that party. Yeah, because like duty was like posting about something else somewhere else. Yeah. During She's that. probably doing like Witches of Wheel promo, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, and uh, James May promo. Yeah. Uh, but surprisingly, Lisa is encouraging Bo to invite Duty. So, that's wild to me, but I, I, it's producer Lisa yeah. on the prowl. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember what happened during the scene, but like Danica, Brett, Dana, James and Raquel, were they at a gay bar? It was like some weird club night. But like, 
There were like go-go boys. Yeah. I don't know if it was a gay bar, but it was like some club. I couldn't really, I thought like you would have a better handle on, on this than me. I didn't recognize the name of like what they were talking about when they said it. But I if it was you, like Nightingale or... That sounds familiar, but I don't yeah. think that's like, from my knowledge of like gay clubs and gay bars in Los Angeles, that's not one of them, but it maybe it's a cl- Maybe it's a club that has a gay night, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I've seen some of these people at uh, like Mickey's WeHo before. Yeah. Okay. Lala and James back in the studio. Like, automatic fast forward. I don't want to see this. I don't like how they like act when they're in the studio. (laughs) It's, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Lala's Uh, getting my last nerve. I just like, uh, it's time for her to, she's on the top of the chopping block too. Even with Rand in the picture. You know what's funny? Who was it? I think it was Sheena who was on Watch Women's Live this week. Was saying like how Lala's not having a good season. I don't think she is. Yeah, she's really not. I don't like. What is she like? Well, I mean, remember when she yelled at Raquel yeah. recently? I mean, that was like Raquel's shining moment. If you're making me root for Raquel, then no, you should be rooting for Raquel. My God, but that's I don't know. Okay. Um, okay, We're, let's go to the farmhouse. Let's go to this Witches of WeHo event. I've been to Farmhouse. It's in um the Beverly Center. Okay. Which is a mall. <laughs> Duty walking in and like saying hi to the staff and everyone ignoring her. <laughs> <laughs> With her plastic cauldrons in tow. Like my heart just breaks for her. But then like, I know this is jumping ahead, but like she just doesn't do herself any favors. <laughs> I did think she was at a point getting a good edit, which is rare for duty. Yeah. Like when she was explaining the amount of work she puts into Witches of WeHo. Yes, that was, and of course, yeah. It was like showing her doing all the work. And then like, she was like, Katie tries sometimes. And it like was cut to Katie putting down like one wine bottle. And then like Stassi just doesn't care. And she won't even do a social post. And it was literally a Stassi ordering a rosé at the bar. With her like, back to duty. And it was like, finally, 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 Duty's getting good at it. Yeah. And then we have that Us Weekly reporter interviewing them. <laughs> that was psycho. And like Duty trying to spin it and like Stassi not, barely playing along. Did Stassi even speak during that interview? She was like grimacing. I know. I, I did love the, the split second of Ariana at this event. Like getting drunk, singing the praises of the wine. Loved it. She was like, I've had five glasses of this. I love Ariana drunk. It should be like Ariana and Duty collabing. It should. Maybe next year. Uh, Danica and Tom are planning, Sandoval, are planning a softball match, which I'm not excited for. This is the most contrived thing on the show, but... I mean, couldn't it be, like, any other sport but softball? Like, maybe, like, capture the flag or, like, like a field day or something. They should do, like, a capture the flag. That would be fun. I loved capture the flag when I was a kid. Or, like, Red Rover. Yeah, but that's, could, like, lame. That's for babies. Them, can you imagine them playing Red Rover? <laughs> that's for babies, Dan. That okay. and Animal Crossing are for babies. Oh, my God. Uh, like, 10 million people beg to differ. 
10 million babies in the world. <laughs> is that, is that the, <laughs> what the sentence, sentence says? Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's talk about Kristen and Bo talking to each other, and which like turns into the Stasi meltdown. So this is the part where I was saying Kristen doesn't do herself any favors. It's like, you ha- like you can't think Bo is going to like fight for you. Right. Also, Bo wasn't doing himself any favors here either. He like, he wasn't trying to reconcile it in a great way. He should have like, he should have said to Katie, he should have said to Katie, hey, just so you know, Lisa is suggesting that we invite Kristen to the engagement party so that down the line somewhere, if y'all make up again, nobody will regret that she wasn't there. He should have said that to Katie and they should have double teamed the circumstance. Yeah. But he was being such a little pushover. Like he would, like everything was melting down and he was not even saying anything. I know. And then Saucy runs out. Yeah. I guess he was like trying, he, was he afraid that if he said anything, he would be like, Oh, I'm going to engage to you tomorrow or like something dumb like that. Does he not trust himself enough to like, no, I'm just, I couldn't wrap my head around that. Yeah. You're my person. You're my person. <laughs> oh my God. Like Saucy, has she ever looked worse? She hasn't. And like you, you are a Saucy lover. I wouldn't say lover. And this is actually goes into, I think like she's done very good things for the show. Mm, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I mean, it goes into the, it goes into all we're going to talk about with all we have to talk about with all these Bravo people (laughs) these days, because like they all have like stupid problematic shit and you can like realize that. And then you can also realize that television. Yeah. They're good television. Yeah. Okay. With that. Oh wait, one other thing I want to say, did you notice there was a a Jackson, Brittany sized hole this episode? (laughs) I didn't notice until you said that, but thank God. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Were they on their honeymoon? Uh, I don't think so, because they're back next week. Okay. I feel like it would be too quick for them to be on their honeymoon and, like... Maybe they, like, went on, like, a quick getaway honeymoon because they couldn't really take a full one because filming. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah. So, I think it's safe to say... The premiere of Beverly Hills was not a fluke. Correct. Episode two, though not as explosive, obviously, as the end of episode one, was still, like, entertaining. I mean, I was so riveted, and I don't say that about Beverly Hills. I would like to hand it over, I mean, give a round of applause, rather, (laughs) to hand it over, Um, (laughs) hand this podcast over to the uh, editors of Beverly Hills, they're doing something completely different this year. They're having a lot and of fun. It's appreciated and necessary. Yeah. Like they're finally, and I wonder how long this will last as far as like it, will the women catch on for next season? But they're finally using footage that they wouldn't use. So they're using footage where they're asking questions in mm-hmm. confessionals, like while Dorit and PK are like sucking down mints. Like <laughs> it's it's just so good, like what they're willing to use now. And I yeah. love it. I mean the PK, PK and Dorit thing, 
I I don't even get <laughs> what they were trying to accomplish. Both PK and Dorit, and then also the producers. I think they were trying to... I think there was a lot of complaints last year about Dorit and PK's finances. Yeah. Um, and there was stuff like there was that woman who followed the Dorit around that resort and all sure. that stuff. And it was like a conversation. And I think a lot, there was a lot of outcry from fans being like, why aren't you showing like this huge part of this sure. person's life? So yeah. I think like this was a nod to that. And like, we're going to start, we're going to start asking you the questions and we're going to start showing like all of it. Yeah. I mean, at least now it's on the table. Yeah. You know, uh, okay. Garcelle and Allie Landry. Allie Landry, I, I knew the name. She's like a model. Yeah. Going to Garcelle's new house, which it's a brand new build in like a no-name subdivision somewhere. Mm-hmm. Which it's I like don't love. The house of her dreams. The house of her dreams. Um, I like their little tour with the little mini champagne bottles and the metal straws. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked hearing what we already knew about, I liked hearing Garcelle in her own words, talk about her ex-husband. Wait, and I how, have a confession. What? I thought this was Allie Larder just looking unrecognizable. <laughs> Who's Allie Larder? Lar- Larder. Now, Allie Larder sort of looks like, um, Tinsley and she was in that movie with Beyonce. Um, mm-hmm. What's the name of it? Oh my god, what's the name? Obsessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Allie Landry, I think, is just like a model and like host person. Okay. And from what I know, I think her and Garcelle met because Garcelle, when she's not acting, I think goes out for like hosting auditions and like okay. hosting roles. And I think they met on like some weird show that they were on together. You know, like that weird talk show that ross matthews hosted for a little bit like that was like on like hollywood pop or like something like that like Mm -hmm. some random tv station or something like that yeah i think they co-hosted a show similar to that okay yeah i know i mean i I, like garcelle every scene i'm like paying attention i'm into it great addition great addition but what i was saying was um i liked hearing in her own words what she the email she had sent to CAA after, to all the colleagues at CAA after she found out that her husband uh, had been cheating on her for five years. I know the, f- the five years thing, I think I knew at some point, but then like hearing it on, come through the television was a lot. And it was like her kids back then were like around five, I want to say. No, less. Or less I think than like five. two years old. Wild. I think it was two when she discovered it. So, like, the affair started before she even got pregnant with the kids. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I was shocked that Sutton and Kyle were still in New York. I was, too, and then I wasn't when it was explained. I know that Sutton has a place in New York. Yeah. Um, I heard her talk about it on some podcast or something. Um, oh, yeah. No, she talked about in this episode how she's from georgia she's from Augusta, georgia she but moved she, to new york and reconnected with her husband yeah she went york. to high school with her grade school with yeah 
And then and we saw, like, pictures of, like, the wedding day and stuff. Mm-hmm. I loved the blurred-out face of her husband. Yeah. Uh, I loved also Kyle not knowing the name of her co-star. She's like, the reservation's under Sutton Strake. Strakey. <laughs> I feel like that's what we called her first, too. Yeah. Um, it's great to see, like, Sutton just being rude to everyone. <laughs> like, it is like a refreshing little like thing about her yeah it's just so it's like so refreshing <laughs> it's no like but like water. but in this group of women who like b- before this season none of them would ever say shit except for lisa rinna it's like nice to see them all like or it's nice to see someone who'll like poke and prod a little bit well she what i'm more referring to is just like she's rude to everyone on this planet like oh even the, the wait restu- staff yeah the wait staff like like when she when she like orders that drink she's like the cosmopolitan the light pink pale pink m- pale pink meaning more vodka less of this and then when when like they bring her to she's like what am i double fisting and the guy's like should i take one back and she's like uh yeah of course yeah she's i would wild. welcome that second drink I know it's like one in the one in the chamber, you know. <laughs> one in the chamber. Um, <laughs> it's not like a, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, uh, it's not resort wear; it's yacht wear. Yacht wear. We we also got later in the episode yacht rock, or later yes. in the conversation yacht yeah, rock. In that conversation, yeah, yacht rock. Um, okay, we're checking back in with Denise and Aaron. Uh, Denise not wanting to go to the doctor because who wants to hear it's a tumor? That's scary. Great medical advice. (laughs) (laughs) Just walk around with four hernias. That's crazy. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really have my mind wrapped around what a hernia is. It's like... And I've never been like interested in Googling any either. It's like... I can't even explain what it is. I just know that when my college boyfriend and I first start started dating, he had just gotten hernia surgery. So it was like a big concern mm. with things once we started out. So it's something concerning. No, it was a big concern. Like we, we couldn't be too, um, we had to be careful. Mm. <laughs> wow. It's always good to be careful. Yeah. Uh, okay. I loved Erica and Garcelle's little lunch. Same, same that little breakfast oh yeah the ten thirty a.m breakfast i didn't realize garcelle had a 28 year old son too i know i did love seeing the picture of a young erica jane and tom and the son same i feel like that picture is very like symbolic of the erica jane we're getting this season mm-hmm. of it's like okay let's just like do it agreed because she i feel like last season she really got dragged to hell and back I know for being like so, uh, for not showing her entire life, basically. For like, I feel like she was not even on the show last last year. I know. So I loved how much fun the editors were having with Denise's hernia surgery. Okay. I wish I could jump into the future right now. What do you mean? And oh yeah, that, that montage. <laughs> That was that was really good. It was just so much fun. That was Vanderpump Rules level editing, but I mean, not a surprise since it's the same production company. Yeah, 
But like I now like we're like letting our hair down in Beverly Hills. We truly are. <laughs> Can we do Thankful wheelies in the hallway? Um, I loved every little part of Denise returning back. Is it like common to go back to a hotel after you get surgery? Is that like uh, a thing? I think people who get like plastic surgery do that. Okay. So maybe it, we're just taking a page from that book. It's a, like a rich people thing. Yeah. Uh, I love calling Lola. No, I love calling. What's the other one's name? I don't remember her other daughter's name, but she calls the other daughter and she says, did you go to Lola's volleyball game? Yeah. Did she win? No. Well, that's oh good. (laughs) (laughs) It was really cute that she did. Denise did have like a little concern about talking to her daughters in that condition before they called. That was cute. Well, because it's scary. Yeah. To hear a parent like that. Yeah. Uh, she, she like calls Rena the next day and Aaron's back there like hooking her up to all, like what are these contraptions? It's like, well, he's, he's a whatever he is. Don't, that, don't they look like Scientology contraptions? The two cans? Yeah. Um, he, what is he? He's like a new age type person he's like doctor he's like dr moon in oc right yeah so he's on he has her on like some therapeutic bed she's taking herbs and her is just like take the pills yeah uh okay erica jane and the return of tom girardi did we see tom girardi last year no not even for like one quick little i don't even think we saw him for a split second so we are signing the papers for Chicago. The contract. Yeah. Uh, also, it was pointed out during the Garcelle breakfast that Tom is eighty. So what? And like, no, but I'm like, I feel like we're really feeling those eighty years in the scene. Mm-mm. We met him when he was seventy-five. Yeah. I guess that is that is a difference. There is a difference there. Yeah, I would say. Did you see the clip that I think um, Evan Ross Katz posted of Sonny Hostin? They were talking about the mayor of Las Vegas. Oh yeah. And Sonny Sonny Hostin was like, and then I found out she was eighty one, and she looks damn good for eighty one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just like like Whoopi and Megan both start talking, and then you just hear Joy and see Joy saying, "So what." <laughs> <laughs> It was good. I was a little upset, like, with that emotional Erica Tom moment of, like, she, he, him saying, like, he's proud of her and then her crying and then getting up to hug. And there was, like, not even, not even a peck. The, right. And then also, like, does she only have one mode of crying? Because her crying was the same crying we saw when she yelled at Eileen. Yeah. And like, that was an angry crying. I know. And this is like a happy cry. But maybe there's or only like, one, one mode. She only has one mode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we get to the Sutton event, like we're setting up the whole um, Teddy Joe Oh, I loved Text this. Thing. That was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. Them all getting the the text message from Teddy. I refuse to call her Teddy Joe. 
um, from Teddy, <laughs> inviting them to a retreat in Laguna Beach. Yeah. Of some sort. And we get a flashback of an event that we're not invited to. Of like Erica and Garcelle. Yeah. And, and Rena. And Rena is like. She's like, I'm not going. She's making fun of Teddy. And then she immediately, good for her, Rena, when she's in the car on the way to the Sutton event, is like, like comes clean right away. Yeah. But like, why, why were we not invited to this event? <laughs> Sometimes we're not invited to these events. Remember when they started New Jersey that one season and like we had to get so many flashbacks to things we didn't see? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's the timeline question in question here, isn't there? Because think about what we heard about the start of this season and then what we saw. We heard that this season started with a dinner at Kyle's where Garcelle was a surprise guest. Yeah. That nobody no, knew I, about. But I read the I read the um the timeline last week in terms of like uh she like Garcelle was announced and then the New York Fashion Week was like a week later. So maybe that dinner at Kyle's was like a week earlier. Yeah, but then I got to thinking with the previews of next week, Kyle has a dinner. Yeah, that might be and it. And like, but like, what, also when we were in New York, they... when we were in New York, Garcelle was introducing herself to these women. I know, but that's like the sus part is like, mm. do they have her, did they start filming a different, like a few different beginnings? I wonder if like, <laughs> for like the first four <laughs> four events, Garcelle's introduced herself to everyone. <laughs> like just in case. And then they decide which which one they're gonna use. Yeah. But also that that goes to show kind of like don't believe everything you read in the housewives gossip rags. Sure. Yeah. Okay, let's get let's get to Sutton EST nineteen seventy one. Your dreams come true. We get Jennifer Tilly right away. Thank God. But I want her more in the mix, you know? I know. I would have liked her in a speaking role. Same. Like, we don't need the mayor of West Hollywood speaking, though that was a great... No. That was a great scene. We that do, was great. We do need... We when do need his assistant leaned in and said Sutton into his ear, and we could hear it, oh my God. I could have sworn that they added it, that in in post. <laughs> like, that little, like, Sutton. No, no, they did not add that in. He looked like he looked lost. She was lost, and then decided to like fight her parking tickets. <laughs> like, I, but but even before that, I I think like the women were. I think the women went in a little purposefully rude to Sutton, maybe because like when she was like, she's a new business owner. She's like, like the mayor of the mayor of West Hollywood's gonna be here, and they kind of like all poo pooed that, and it's yeah. like. I mean, he's not Obama, but like, still, yeah. it's her new business. Uh, I did like Erica dragging Sutton in her confessional as well, in terms of like Couture. Couture, but also like, it looks bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We meet Michael Sutton's boyfriend, who I w- didn't know that was going to be a character. Either did I. I had no idea. It's kind of like, how do you put up with this woman? <laughs> <laughs> stop she is like we have not met a nightmare like this in quite some time every um every jar has its cap <laughs> lid right lid. <laughs> okay uh 
Yeah. And then we kind of get everyone like making Teddy Joe cry. <laughs> Them piling on Teddy Joe. Was so um, much fun. <laughs> a, a fun romp. I loved. Also, what was in those those gift bags that Sutton gave out? Those heavy ass gift bags. I appreciate a gift bag. Do you? Erica said they were good on Watch Women's Live. Good. Yeah, good. Uh, and you know what? Here's the thing. Next week, we're all together again. That's, That's like great. good. I feel like Beverly Hills last, last season, we would go weeks without getting in the same room. Yeah, I feel like the players are all here to play this season. Even yeah. like the setup for like the dinner party next week everyone looks like they're ready to play, you know, and like jump on people and like yeah. do whatever. And I'm ready too. Same. Yeah. Well, I am so happy. I'm and comforted to know that we are going to be able to wrap up the summer house season with a reunion. I know it like that had me on edge uh, for this <clears throat> like past few weeks, but now knowing that, is is a nice comfort it must be so like particularly weird for them to have their reunion for them for me and maybe it's like not even that far of a time difference than other people have their reunion but like they're having the reunion almost where their season should have should be starting but i guess that happens with everyone right um yeah maybe that's an incoherent thought but like I it's like we're almost at summer so for us to be at like the summer house reunion it's funny yeah I mean I think last year the season started later and like the finale aired in June I want to say right yeah yeah you're right because we we were um we were surprised that this season of summer house kind of like started earlier yeah we were like Bravo started to care about summer house for once in their lives. Exactly. Uh, we started with Michelle Collins on the burner podcast to have Michelle Collins on summer house is really a treat because Michelle Collins live on Instagram has been one of the things getting me through this core. Oh, what is she doing? Her and Adam Rapon have been going live on Instagram and like everyone's going live on Instagram. Wait, just the two of them. Yeah. I think they're friends and, but like, they're both like really funny. So it's been Mm. very entertaining where most people, most people's lives like eh, have like sucked except for ours. Um, (laughs) Theirs have been a chef's kiss. Wow. Uh, I love also the good housekeeping lover boy event. So did I, you know what I like about summer house so much is that like every week's a new beginning. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's like even if you're not going, if you, even if if you're not arriving to the summer house early in the episode, by the middle of the episode, you're like arriving to the summer house again. Yeah. Uh, okay. What was interesting is we're like driving to the house, and we're talking about the lunch where Hannah says she just wants to be friends, mm-hmm. and then lo and behold, we get a flashback to that conversation. Right. It's like the rare occurrence of like something important during the week actually being captured on film. Mm-hmm. They just wanted they just want to be friends and then they spent all day together drinking and ended up at a Taco Bell 
where he said he wanted to go home with her. Whereas like, I think Taco Bell is like the least, the last place you want to go home with someone from. It's very sexy. Because of what it does to your insides. Mm-hmm. Uh, also interesting, Jules and Carl hang out midweek. I know, very interesting. Jules is an interesting character this week. We're starting sure to is. see a little more about what Jules is about. And you know what I think Jules is about? What? Like getting laid. Mm. I think she is hornier than we first thought. And all she wants to do is actually get laid. I mean, she's young. She's having fun. But like, what, what I got to say is like, Carl, like, how does he have the stamina for all this? Like all this going out during the week? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, granted, like, um, in, in this time we're living in, like, I would go out any day of the week right now. <laughs> You're itching. Yeah. But like back back in these times. I feel like people who work in his... Oh, field. Yeah. Field. Sales. It's like more a part of their lives. Culture. Yeah. I think when sales is like, you're taking people out. You're taking people out. And then like, I don't know, like if you like do well enough, you can like roll into the office at a cool mm. 11 with yeah, nice yeah. coffee in hand. Yeah. I think in sales, you kind of like, you're your own boss to an extent. Mm-hmm. As long as you like get the job done. Yeah. You know what if, I mean? if you're in sales, chime in and tell us we're wrong. uh okay (laughs) carl and kyle (laughs) bringing their laundry to the summer house because it's cheaper to do it there (laughs) that is very funny i just kyle did it too yeah kyle and carl both did it i thought like kyle's apartment their apartment seems big enough that they would have like an in unit wash dry i could i could i could picture an in unit uh, but it's just like, it really speaks to their salaries for this show. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you put it at? I, I, I don't think we're hitting six figures. For season, definitely not. Yeah. I think we're, by this point, I think the people who've been there longer are in the, like the 90s. And like, like Hannah and um, Paige might be creeping up there, and then Jules is like getting like fifty a season. I wouldn't even think she's getting fifty. Yeah, she's just happy to be there. She's at a cool <laughs> ten thousand. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I hope not. Okay. Uh, no, but she she comes from money, so like she mm. knows. Oh I yeah, don't she think, doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say the opposite. I was gonna say she knows how to like get more money. Rich people always know how to get richer is the thing. Mm. Wow. Something as poor people have yet to achieve. Jeez. <laughs> uh, okay. I loved everyone listening and on like the Carl, Kyle, Luke conversation. This was glorious. And I think Paige DeSorbo and Amanda Batula at their best. Yeah. But this is, but this is like Paige leading the pack. Sure. Like, they're, them doing their little sneaking around. I have something to say. I think that we might be, as far as like how we feel about Paige and Amanda, I feel like after doing some snooping on the internet, we might be in the minority. Who's feeling about some, someone else? I feel like people think that they are being too hard on Hannah slash Luke this episode. Oh. um, I... S- 
I do think they are being hard on them, on I, her. I, but like, I love to see it. Oh yeah, no, I love to see, listen. I don't change a thing, but <laughs> but like, these are two women in long-term relationships. Like, as a person in a long-term relationship, I know better than to like chastise people for just like trying to have fun and live their life. Well, I think the buzz on the internet, I think, is that people are like, well, Amanda, you're actually being harder on Luke than you ever were on Kyle, somebody who mm-hmm. actually cheated on you. And Luke hasn't actually cheated on Hannah because they've sure. never been they've never been in a relationship. Yeah. Nor even had SE. Yeah. But like good. I'm glad like Amanda's got so much pep in her step this season. I know. Like her first season, she was like barely a blip on my radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, Carl and Jules staying up until six thirty a.m. talking, talking about his five some. Well, that's where it's like that's where I'm like, wow, Jules is horny. She just like wants to hear about him yeah. having sex. <laughs> She'll take what she can get. Um. I like going to the apple picking and Amanda telling the story about eating too many apples and she had to see a doctor. <laughs> I loved that too, because it was a doctor away actually, or doc, an apple a day keeps the doctor there. But I think we just skipped over like the big ass dinner oh. the night before where. Oh yeah. The best, yeah. I mean, my favorite part oh, was the fancy dinner. Yeah. They always go to the same place. Um, Jules was riding in the car with the guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they start talking about how Luke has, like, hooked up with a girl a week and a half ago. Yeah. And then say, like, like say, like, bro code to Jules. Yeah. But she's not then, a bro. So she doesn't have to abide by the code. Then the moment things start to come up at the dinner table, Jules brings it up. Yeah. Drops the bomb. And everything, like, explodes. <laughs> and then we get Hannah. I uh, know we get Batula and Paige peeking out the window once again. That was Loved just like it. art, art. Uh, okay, but back to the apple picking. I have a question. Both Alex and I both suffer from this, and I'm w- wondering if you have this. Do you have an apple sensitivity? What do you mean? Like sometimes if I eat, you know, like just like an apple, mm-hmm. my mouth feels a little tingly. It's like not 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 anything close to my cheese allergy, but like it feels like something's off, and then it's like, oh wait, yeah, I ate an apple. That's why. No, I don't think I have that. I think it's kind of common though, and I think it's not even the apple itself. I think it's like pesticides or something. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, I think this is like a thing in the world that people deal with. I always associated apple picking with fall. I know this seems a little early in the season, but I liked this because it's like you get to go bring the blanket out, have some rosé, have some apples. That seems like a nice day. Sure. Yeah. Actually, when Alex and I went apple picking with our friends, Will and Kate last year, we went what we thought was like perfect timing way too late in the season. Oh, they were all rotted. There there was just like nothing there. It wasn't like. So maybe it, maybe there are certain kind of apples that summer's the best. Yeah, Maybe. We're also getting late into summer, so that could also be it. Yeah, late, late August. No, we're like, yeah, later August. Okay. Um, 
So at we have our blankets down. Yeah, blankets down. There's a few things that start to come out. Sure. So first, the jewels being up till 6.30 in the morning and cuddling with Carl thing happens and Hannah tells Jules or brings her aside and tells her she needs to tell um, Hubhouse. Yeah. But by the time she gets back to the blankets, they've already told Hubhouse. I know. (laughs) Because Paige and Batula love to stir the pot. Uh, Hubhouse? I just... (laughs) She's so psycho. She's a good woman. (laughs) Yeah? I really think... and I think the fans are coming around to Hubhouse, too. And I was the canary in that coal mine. <laughs> I think the fans are coming around to, like, I think, like, I think, you know how, like, last year, like, Potomac was, like, the Bravo Connoisseurs, like, show? Mm-hmm. I think, like, this year, like, it's Summer House. Yeah. Like, true lovers of Bravo love Summer House. Yeah, top tier. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, they're fighting, Luke storms off, blah, 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 blah. Jules and Carl going the grocery shopping, which wasn't didn't look like grocery shopping. It, like it wasn't they grocery like shopping. The the lobster shack to like pick up food. They picked up in something they had ordered from like a lobster restaurant. It seemed. But Jules offering to do his grocery shopping in New York City. She she will do what she needs to for that day. Where do you think she shops? Whole Foods, definitely. Whole Foods, hopefully, obviously. hopefully, hopefully, your Amish market. Oh my God! Stop. She doesn't live in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, I, I went to the know. Amish market yesterday. How was it? It was fine. Easy in, easy out. Yeah. Now I'm driving past some of these places. Like the lines are like crazy. I know. My um, I was like thinking about going up to Trader Joe's, and then my coworker said he waited an hour to get in right when they opened. Ooh, but maybe that's like the the misstep is like you can't go right when they're opening. You can't go like right after the workday. Also, my question is, like, how many people are there in the city? Like, aren't people stocked up by now? No, but you have to, like, think about this. We're not, like, going out to eat all the time. We're not ordering all the time. We're not doing Mm -hmm. this. Like, so people are going into those supermarkets. People who never went to supermarkets before. Yeah. You know? Carl. And then also, like, they're not... they're only letting so many people in the more responsible supermarkets. Although I got to tell you, there's like supermarkets where they're just like letting you in willy nilly. I think. Really? I think so. Interesting. Like, I don't know. For another day. Uh, I loved Kyle singing the Fupa song to <laughs> Batula. To the tune I of didn't. <laughs> I didn't because that'll give her a complex. No, but like I think like they are, like they can joke around like that. Oh yeah, you love seeing them touch. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I read online that you love seeing them touch. No, I was just responding. You responded to, to a tweet where I was responding to Peach Larm saying like them touching should be outlawed, and I was like, no, like I like I don't know. Is that is that like a little window into you and Alex's bedroom, the Fupa game? <laughs> yeah, we sing the Fupa song. No, I I just like I know I know they don't have the perfect relationship, but like I, the two of them, like they have something. I, I mean, I think it was like they were like laying on the ground together after they got drunk and just like were in weird positions. That's the yeah. only thing. They're always in a weird position, like just lay regularly. But I think I think he 
after like fucking around for a little while, like I think he realizes what he has. He's got the most beautiful woman in the world. A young Sonia Morgan. <laughs> More beautiful than Sonia Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like when they were sitting on the bench, separate from everyone, I was like, oh, this is sweet. <laughs> While Luke and um, Hannah were secretly making out on the tennis courts. Yeah. That's the problem. She's like, all she is is a guy's girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, she famously doesn't like brushing her teeth. So oh yeah, she, she went and brushed her teeth in honor of hooking up with Luke that night. Yeah, and then they did a they pulled a fake one on us. Bravo did. Oh my god, this is great. When we thought because of what either Lindsay or Amanda said, when we thought yeah. that it was Jules it, and Carl, it was Jules and Carl having sex with the door open, only to find out that it was Luke and Hannah. She's like saying, like, don't break my boob. Don't break my boob. <laughs> but like the fact that the whole house heard it. I know. Beautiful. We're great. So we have two more episodes left. Love to see it. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait for the reunion. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Let's have some fun. Still in Long Island. Sick. I know. I love Long Island for us. Yeah. You technically are on Long Island. Uh, yeah, it, I'm part of a very long island. Um, it's okay. New York Housewives. Yes, New York Housewives. I want to ask something. Yeah. So I feel like there are certain things that are benefiting from the quarantine as far as how they're being received. Mm-hmm. I think uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season 12 is one of them. Yeah. And I think, I mean... I think she's doing a good job, but I think Leah McSweeney is being even more well-received by a ton of fans because we are so deprived of human contact. Mm. And so, like, it's like meeting a new friend. And none of us have done that in real life in a while. Yeah, but at the same time, there are, like, the super fans that are digging up the dirt. Yeah, but, like, the nor- like the Oh, my God, not the normal fans, because I'm... But, I mean, like, the people no, who are aren't... Normal. The people who aren't as like deep diving. <laughs> yeah, we're not normal. Um, like the just the casual fans are yeah. like eating her up. Yeah. Which like I'm happy for them for that. Like I wish it could be me. And I mean like it's it's it is like, me to an extent. Like you like we've said, it's like you gotta with these shows, it's like you you can't enjoy them without separating these people's personal shit. Otherwise, like, Ramona Singer, hello. Yeah. But it's also weird, because, like, what she's presenting in this series thus far, wouldn't you wouldn't think would exist out there in terms of, like, these articles she's written match up. So I don't want to go into all her articles, but I think there's a very specific type of person that's like her. And Mm. she's like, I think she like, thinks she's like, fuck the system, like fuck Mm. everything, burn everything down type of person. Okay. So in that way, you like find her veering into all these weird paths. Um, Like, but that's another, that's another podcast, maybe for Patreon one day. Okay. Um. We got a flashback of Sonia at the party saying, I didn't marry the banker, I married the bank. I'm, I was upset we didn't get that the first go around. Um, I 
loved that line. That's a good she's, line. She's she's right. She did marry the bank. Yeah. Uh, also, like, what a proud <laughs> Sonia, like fresh as a daisy. Every single time. <laughs> I mean, we just hung out here on a Friday for Alex's birthday. And like the next day I was like, well, I don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how these women do it. Uh, and some of them even playing tennis, like Ramona, but she, she, be- she behaved herself versus Lou who was not drinking. Yeah. So this is, I was glad to see that we got a character back from early seasons, the tennis court, the tennis court. Yeah, and tennis, as we know, was a very important part of early Roni. Yeah, um, big part of season was it one or two? The Jill versus Mario. Uh, I want to say it was. Oh, maybe that was one, and then like the Simon versus Jill was two. Yeah, yeah it was definitely Mario versus Jill was definitely definitely one because I don't think we had met uh, Kelly Ben Simone yet. Yeah. Um, so love to have that back. And then we get our first of like many hired men yeah. that are coming around. And all of the hired men in this episode that Ramona hired for various tasks had a very like 1970s gay porn star vibe to them. Every yeah. single one of them. It was like hot with like something, something wrong with you. <laughs> you know, yeah. like everyone had like a little something off. Yeah, so, I mean, both Ramona and Lou are trying their hardest to impress this man. Yeah. And then Dorinda's just watching. Dorinda's watching, and she's, like, trying to trick Lou into drinking some rosé, frosé. <laughs> uh, also, like, trying to justify, like, she's trying to, like, create a road back to drinking for Luann. And, like, Luann's trying to do it for herself. Not to the same extent that that Dorinda is. I think they're, I think they're working together on this. In tandem. Okay. I guess Lou's like her whole thing is like, well, this, this week has been really hard, but I said this weekend. Yeah. I wouldn't. I gotta say. And it's fine. I mean, it's, I like, I think it's fine. It's her journey and we know where she's ended up. So. And actually she's, she was, when she was on Watch Women's Live a week ago, she said that like, she's not drinking during quarantine. I, I do have to say, though, like, in terms of Lou on the show, she's m- much more pleasant to watch this year than last year. Yeah. Like, she's making sense. Yeah, even even if she has her moments. Yeah. Uh, Ramona <laughs> yelling at Leah <laughs> to, like, do chores. I loved that because, like, Leah was like, okay. Yeah, she's like, I was raised to respect my elders. They're, like, in this episode, turning into quite the little mother-daughter, big sister, little sister dynamic. Yeah. I love it. Um, I did love, though, like, both both Sonia and Dorinda, like, saying to Leah, like, you tell her to leave yeah. you alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ed and Michael show up to groom grooms Sonia's dog but then also one of them ends up grooming Lou. (laughs) Luann getting a massage from this dog groomer after like standing at the sink and like grooming the dog with him it was almost as if she was trying to pull a carol with Adam Mm, but like it was like it was like crazy it was like 
funhouse the funhouse version of carol and uh adam was yeah. luann and this dog groomer but a- asking him like do you make house calls giving them giving each other a kiss it was like bonkers oh my god <sighs> And then we're supposed to go to, I think it was Suzanne's party. Mm-hmm. But we're, but we're, we're staying not in. Going. We're staying we're in. We're staying in. I, like, after having to go to Ramona's stupid party, I would be like, yeah, I want to stay in. We've yeah. got a beautiful pool here. We've got, like, unlimited snacks, unlimited drinks. Like, let's just hang out. Okay. So we get our first timestamp at 7.03, and we're mm-hmm. getting ready. At 8.15, Jeff arrives. Jeff. Oh, my Jeff. God. He reminded me of court do you remember from season three court oh yeah 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 yeah. luann's weird date guy yeah they almost i like he could be court just with like gray hair now to be honest no no um when she's like walking around lighting the tiki torches like saying let there be fire let there (laughs) be fire like she really thought she did something there this reminded me of when I go to my uncle and my aunt's house and I have to walk around and light the tiki torches. Yeah. For, on Long Island. Which don't, don't light them around the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sonia making Jeff leave, they want you to go and then like screaming, why would you like this guy in front of him? And then I thought we sent you home. <laughs> and this is still like in the eight, the 8.15 to 9.15 window. Well, I mean, like, they had Frosé pretty early in the yeah. day. And I then, think, like... I think I saw a white claw in Sonia's hand during the grooming. Yeah, I'm sure they, like, just haven't stopped. And, I mean, like, Dorinda hasn't stopped either. Usually, Dorinda goes and takes her nap. But Dorinda's, like, on a different... She's in a different world than <laughs> them. She's, like, with... She's, like, in a hyper-focused... Elise conversation like justifying her life love well after confronting Ramona then Ramona like has had enough of it okay I have to ask you if you notice this Dorinda was vaping during this but for some reason they wouldn't show her vaping but they showed smoke coming out of her mouth and like blink and you miss it like her like putting her hand like away like putting the vape away i yeah i was confused by that for a second and then i figured out what was happening at first i was like is she smoking a cigarette inside <laughs> <laughs> but like what why are we not just like letting it all hang out and showing her vaping i don't know if anything it adds to like the hijinks of like what's going on like oh dorinda's just vaping whatever i don't know maybe she had it in her contract that they can never show her vaping but then like Stop vaping. <laughs> I, I don't think at that point she could stop. Yeah. So, well, oh, we get Dorinda... That, we, get, we get the oh, flashback of um, Ramona talking to Dorinda the night before saying, like, she'll be done with him in two years. That's And then Ramona was like, that's, that's just my witch prediction. It's just like, I... So, Dorinda was obviously, like, drunk. But I think Dorinda was right here. And I think, like, people around them agreed, like, Lou and even Elise were agreeing with Dorinda that, like, Ramona should stop saying this shitty stuff about John. We've been over this for years and years and years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Leah. (laughs) So, (laughs) she is just going wild. Does it start with, like, 
the vodka cranberry neat it's like the vodka cranberry and then like we also miss the part like we go outside and start playing prosecco pong oh, for a while yeah, the prosecco pong yeah which looked fun but like we didn't really even have eyes on leah at prosecco pong then all of a sudden we haven't even eaten yet yeah we're i mean there's food out yeah it's just out and all of a sudden leah just goes wild but like there was never a darkness to it, to be honest. Even at her wildest, even when <laughs> at the end of it, like there wasn't to me like the kind of darkness you get when you see like Dorinda or Sonia. Well, I think you mean like a sadness. A sadness or just like an anger. There like, wasn't, I think there was an anger. But her anger never like stayed. Like, it's like she a was, jokey anger. Yeah, if she was angry at a tiki torch, she could throw it and it'd be done. And like, even when she was like angry at like, even when she was angry at uh, Tinsley and Sonia later in the episode, it was like, she was half joking the entire time. Yeah. It was like, she was riling everyone up because she just wanted to have fun. But Sonia calling, like, them throw the tea torches, this is the burning man. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia had a lot of good lines. Yeah. I'm seeing double, but, like, but I'm single or something like that. I'm seeing double, I'm feeling single, yeah. Feeling single. When they come in from the pool, I think it was Ramona who was like, oh, you guys are Nep- Neptune's nymphets, Neptune's nymphets. <laughs> she just kept repeating herself. <laughs> um, then we see... <laughs> They go into the bathroom. No, Dorinda and Leah are in the bathroom because Dorinda's putting clothes on Leah. Well, Dorinda, Dorinda was about to get very offended by Leah being like almost topless in a sheer shirt. Yeah. And I think this is like Leah has this thing where she can save someone from like going down that like actual bad route mm-hmm. and was somehow able to like make it a joke and make it fun for Dorinda to dress her little to dress this girl. You know? And then Dorinda sees the wings on the vagina. <laughs> and Leah's like screaming because they could fly. <laughs> no, it wasn't she it wasn't just that she was screaming it, but she said without missing a beat, she goes, Because I can fly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. So then Ramona leaves to go to her girlfriend's party. <laughs> and then yeah, and then shit. And then Lou also leaves. Yeah, well, but I then mean, shit. Lou had to leave. Yeah, shit hits the fan, and they start again talking about the Morgans and the Mortimers, and yeah. then Elise is there randomly. <laughs> this poor woman is like truly not made for this. Well, like I, I expected um, her to go with Ramona. Then I was yeah. like, oh, then I was like, no, she's gonna stay because like they're trying to introduce her as a friend of, and if she goes with Ramona to a party where there's no cameras, then it's like, what's the point? Sure. So this screaming match across the islands, where like Leah was climbing the islands, <laughs> she was saying "fuck J.P. Morgan." She was like telling Tinsley and um, uh. Sonia to drop Mortimer and Morgan. 1985 is gone. 1985 is gone. The Morgan Occupy, yacht is sailed. Occupy Hamptons. <laughs> when, when Sonia and Leah were in the bathroom, I thought they were going to start making out. And that I, I think Leah wanted it. I think they both wanted it. Yeah. 
but then the cameraman was right there and you can see him in the mirror i think it just felt they felt too surrounded Mm -hmm. and then it was 9 50 (laughs) a.m okay so leah coming down freshly showered and like experiencing the kitchen as Ramona's experiencing the kitchen, but not saying anything, yet cleaning up and, like, doing her best to, like, act good girl is such a good move and a move that I would do on family vacation if my mom came down to a messy kitchen and I knew I was a part of it, but I wanted to save face. She's a pro. She's a pro. Which, also, you know what's interesting? She is literally a peer of... Kyle Cook. Yeah. Like same birth year, I would say. Jeez. If anything, I think Kyle might no, I think they're the same birth year. Yeah. Uh did you notice Ramona changed <laughs> in these morning scenes? That makes sense because Ramona went upstairs to yell at Dorinda and Sonia. Yeah. And I thought she came back great. Right back down, but by the time she came back down, Leah clean, had cleaned yeah. the entire yeah. kitchen. So that time jump makes sense. But I just like couldn't wrap my head around like, what did you change for? A new look. Hello. A new look. Yeah. Um, I did like how Dorinda came down and came down hot and angry as she would, and then somehow when her and Sonia, I mean, when her and Ramona made their way to the backyard. The backyard tiki torches was a bridge too far for Dorinda, yeah, and they yeah. started bonding over that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like, the perfect ending of this episode. Tinsley in bed with the pasta. <laughs> beautiful. beautiful. Let's, let's wrap it up with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Okay, so we have two Freaks of the Week, and they both live in Orange County, California, and they're both freaks for very similar reasons. Sure. So, first of all, let's talk about Kelly Dodd. She has famously been in New York accompanying accompanying her Fox News reporter husband, been seen in the background of Times Square shots, yada, yada, yada. She decided to travel this week from New York back home to Orange County and documented the entire thing um, on uh her social media and then when people started commenting being like well you're really not supposed to travel during this time yada 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 she went on these long comment rants and among that she said that COVID-19 was God's way of thinning humanity or thinning the herd herd. thinning the herd yeah um so she's one of the freaks but then she also did this like Instagram live with like two girlfriends in her house in Orange County like hanging out and she was like trying to say how social distancing only applies outside the home and like she can choose to do what she wants in the home. So dumb. And they were listening to like, to like journey, like sweet Carol. I was like all the songs you picture these old biddies listening to. Jeez. Um, So then the next freak of the week is one Victoria Gunvalson who tweeted at Gavin Newsom, who is the governor of California, basically saying that we need to open up parts of the economy by May 1st, like nail salons and other small businesses so that we can get, please, so that we can get this economy moving. 
her ending it with the please like really sent me <laughs> and just like to like send send a tweet to the governor thinking that he gives a fuck yeah you got to go to the west hollywood mayor first before you jump up to the governor yeah write your city council person first victoria write the homeowners association at Kodo. yeah i wonder is Kodo insurance open is she planning on opening may 1st i mean you can do a business like that from home can't you for sure yeah in fact like i don't i feel like that's mostly just like phone calls and paperwork yeah you know okay our, who is our queen our one true queen this week is the view the view the view surpassed ellen degeneres in ratings at, and is sitting at number one for the first time in eight years wow that is I guess it makes sense because eight years ago was what, 2012? Yeah. 2012. And so The View is always really popular in an election year. Sure. Um, so it makes total sense to me. And also, uh, people haven't been loving Ellen recently. <laughs> the tide is turning on Ellen. I guess that like happens every 20 so years. True. Um, yeah, congrats to The View. It actually has been good when you can watch it but like here in new york it gets preempted all the time well you can there's another channel you can watch it on in new oh. york and it doesn't get preempted and it's also on hulu and yeah. then um you can, easy, yeah. you can easily find full episodes if you don't want to wait till the evening you can easily find full episodes on youtube yeah wow that's it uh catch us on twitter at idk idk not brendan um, the Instagram, Comfort Queen Podcast. Obviously, the Facebook group is where we have our meeting of the minds with our community. And, of course, the Patreon at ComfortQueen.com. Like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.